Hello, and welcome to the Jim Baker Family Show. Coming to you from the village of Morningside, USA, snuggled in the beautiful Ozark Mountains. Today, our special guest is the senior pastor of Hickory Hammock Baptist Church and best-selling author, Carl Gallops. Our co-hosts today are Marcella Woodall, Mondo De La Vega, and I'm Ricky Baker. And now, live from Great Street at Morningside, USA, here are your hosts, Pastors Jim and Laurie Baker. Thank you, Ricky Baker. Yeah, Welcome, like everyone, to <laughs> wonderful Gray Street. Yeah, yeah. Here we are. Hello, Lori. Hi, honey. How are you doing? I'm fine. How, how are you? Pretty Say hi good. to people. Hello, everybody. It's great <laughs> to have you with us today, everybody in the studio audience, and you watching at home or from home today. We love you. You don't want to miss one minute. Okay, with Pastor Carl Gallup yes. in the house, people, get ready. Buckle your seatbelt, Pastor Carl. When we let so him kind. go, he, he teaches us so much, Pastor Amen. Carl Gallup. So we're Would you call, call my wife and tell yeah. her that? <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you about this mighty man of God. Yes. Hey, speaking of, of your wife, it's of Pam, yeah. I heard, now I may be wrong, so, okay. but I heard you guys are celebrating around 50 years of marriage. We Is just that, did. You we just, just did. did. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. We, we met. We met in the sixth grade. We were 11. Oh, oh my God. We went all the way through school together, and we were buds. Um, Are you about, still friends? About, yes, very much. <laughs> After uh, all these oh, years, yeah. yeah, I adore her. She Aww. she doesn't like me that much. She but, does. Yeah, too. but uh, she's but, so darling. <laughs> but um, we uh, married right out of high school, mm -hmm. and she was valedictorian of our school. Oh, wow. really? So yeah, and wow. we both had college scholarships, and we both were good students. You know, not perfect kids, but we were good kids. We were, and That's and uh, so so we had. She was 17. We had to get her father to sign. Oh, sure. In Florida. I was 18. She turned 17 just a few weeks after we married. Yeah. But they did sign because they they knew us forever. They knew we were going to get married anyway. That's and so they knew sweet. we were going to do right and get on with yeah. life. And we did. And we have. And, and so, you have. Here so we well, are. congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Carl Thank you. And to Pam Gallup's 50 yeah. years. Yeah. That's yeah. Just time now, to do you celebrate. feel like she's was God's choice for you? You're, oh you my found gosh, yes. early in your Oh, life. my gosh, yes. I, I, I want to know how you find God's perfect man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so here's the deal. So in as my law enforcement career went forward, then God began to deal with me. That's a long story. I won't bore you with the details, but I had a calling of God on my life, mm -hmm. as you guys understand what that is. Mm -hmm. And from law enforcement to ministry seemed odd, but we were very involved in church and stuff, and we're going forward. So when I knew that I needed to go to seminary, I already had my bachelor's degree from Florida State, but I knew I needed a master of divinity degree at least. Mm -hmm. So we went over to New Orleans Seminary. Now, yeah, this is supernatural. So we're stand, we, they put us up in a room, kind of like y'all have rooms here and you mm -hmm. put your guest up. He, they put us up in a room. They were going to show us the campus the next day. So they did that. My wife is standing in the window looking out over the campus, beautiful campus, mm -hmm. and I'm unpacking some things and looking, and I noticed that she's kind of, she's not bawling, but she's kind of sniffing and she's kind of crying, and I walked over to her and I said, what's going on? She said, well, I need to tell you something you don't know, and I'm thinking, this is a bad time to drop this on me. <laughs> but I said, what? She says, when I was just a young teenager, we had a pastor that graduated from here, and he took a bunch of us teenagers over. He had some business, but he wanted us to see the campus and everything. She said, I was put in this room, me and all the girls, 
and I was standing at this window when God told me I would be a pastor's wife. Wow. Oh. Wow. wow. She's, we're in that room. Oh, wow. That's She's telling me that. Story. And then watch this. And so I said, well, gosh, why didn't you tell me? She said, I didn't want to. I didn't want you to be me called. I wanted you to be God called. Wow. She said, now I, it's happening. So when Pam went back, she told her mom that. She had never even told her mom that. Hmm. She told her mom, and her mom said, well, I need to tell you something. When you were born, your dad had to go off to Korea, and I dedicated you to the Lord, and the Lord told me you were going to be a pastor's wife. Wow. Oh, and, oh, and Pam says, why didn't you tell me? And she said, because I didn't exactly. want to play. It. Yeah, it needed to be a God thing. Yeah, it so, has so, yes. God thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I now see, of course, that yes, God gave course. her to me that yeah. way. But even early on, I, I knew that the Lord was going to do something special. Yeah, I believe for her. God is the great picker of yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I so, agree. Pastor so Carl true. Gallup is the senior pastor of Hickory yeah. Hammock Baptist Church in Milton, Florida, and one of the number one guests on our show. Thank you. He's a uh, nationally acclaimed, best selling author. Yes. Thank you. That's great good. books. Yeah. You write great huh? stuff. That started you write because of the Jim no, Baker show. But you, I've told you that write before. stuff that nobody else writes. Well, I thank you for saying that. I mean, you know, I I I try. I mean, I dig and research all the time, and I preach yeah. and teach. And when the Lord reveals things to me, the biggest thing. I mean, of course, I love for the lost to to be saved, yeah. and I'm always preaching that Amen. and witnessing. On the, but I also love discipling God's yes. people. And now yeah, in amen. these prophetic yeah, times, yeah. I love helping the church to wake up right. and yeah. to see how the Word of God is connected to the very days we're living in. Mm -hmm. And so I write a lot about that. And yes. there are other people writing about that. But of the tens and tens and tens of thousands of pastors, mm -hmm. very few are. Very yeah. few, yeah. yeah. Wow. So, so thank but, you. I and, wanna... been, and real quick, I just want to mention, though, you've been at your same church at Hickory Hammock for over 35 years no, as a senior pastor. I'm in How my many? 37th year. 37th right yeah. year. Yeah. You know, that's It's terrible. my first and only church. First? I've never I've never pastored another church. Wow. Oh, my. First and only. Uh -huh. That speaks volumes yeah. of you guys. Well, let me tell you. I'm going to give you the secret. <laughs> and they all still love you? No, they love my wife. <laughs> they love him. Yeah. They don't want to lose her. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I used to say that as a joke, and they all went, amen, amen, amen. amen. Yes, sir. <laughs> No, stab you in the heart, bro. That's right. I mean, I was fishing for a compliment. Like, no, brother Carl, it's you. And they, no, well, no, blessed, you're, you're right. So they tolerate both. me. Uh -huh. Right. Okay. And uh -huh. they adore her. But you really are one of the great. Can I say thinkers? Because you you challenge Thank you. me. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And mm -hmm. oh, that's when I first met you. You're so kind. You, you challenged you. me. I mean, you challenged my thinking, and you've yeah. you've taught me things over the years that I I just cherish. Thank you, and, Pastor uh, Jim. Golly. And and uh, Mondo is probably wrong for me, but I get older and I say things that I shouldn't say. <laughs> Mondo's supposed to correct me, but I don't know if he's going to ever. But I'm, wa I'm hearing. No, I'm watching. You know, what, what I what what he does? He punches me and says, "Watch this." <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but. <laughs> I really believe Carl is one of the top five, and I'm, yes. I'm saying five because I, I don't want to insult anybody else. But <laughs> but he's one of yeah. the one of the most sure. challenging uh, pastors, but thinkers. Yes. Mm -hmm. And hearing 
from God, and, and he just brings revolution to us. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to start out with a crazy question today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in, in America, I'm concerned about America. I'm almost radically concerned. I'm concerned. I believe we're in the end times. I really believe America is falling away. And we, we, we need to get back to God. But I want to ask you, you can answer it any way you want. Are we in a constitutional crisis in America? Yes. Next question. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> see, see how I did that? Wow. No, I really do think we wow. are in yeah. so many different ways. Um, I mean, goodness, we could do a whole two hour show on all of that. But, but no, we are. And we don't have to be. But we've, we've slid into it and you know a compromise here a compromise there a close an eye to that and hope it goes away there i mean you know i tell folks at our church the way i, I pastor our church i said we don't we don't close an eye and sweep stuff under the carpet right. we're kind to people we're gracious we try to redeem them but if they insist on breaking the constitution you know breaking the word of god and living in sin then we deal with it problem is in america for so long Things were twisted and turned and manipulated and swept under the carpet. And now we're so far down the road that, I mean, even people that have an R by their name and call themselves conservatives, they're caught up in a lot of all that. Too right. Because there's money and there's power yeah. and prestige and all of the things that make us. See, see, here's the thing. We live in a fallen world. Yeah. This world is not our home. No. I enjoy life. We're yeah. supposed to enjoy yeah. life. But only those that are born again in Jesus That's Christ right. and know him can really enjoy life even in the middle of Satan's kingdom. Yeah, it's true. Right. And, yeah. we, and we can't because he puts the gifts like family, friends, yeah. right. brothers and sisters, church families, uh, uh, even hobbies, you know, different things, right. the beauty that's, mm -hmm. that we can go enjoy. But in the midst of it, we have to keep reminding each other, this world is not our home. Right. This world is fallen. Now, that doesn't mean we give up. No. You know, I yeah. encourage Christians, Pastor Jim, stay engaged, stay yeah. involved, um, vote, uh, get other people to vote, yeah. uh, speak up when you see something wrong. Why? If it's all just going to go away anyway. Well, one day it will all go away. But we don't know the day or the hour. And in the meantime, we've got children and grandchildren yeah. and great-grandchildren. We want them to have some kind of blessing of liberty. Right. And and if we're slipping away from a constitutional republic, uh, we need to be working to get it back as much as we can. Because the thing is, what we're doing right now mm -hmm. and what I'm saying right now, mm -hmm. if we were in certain nations of the world, we'd be in prison before the day is over. That's right. So it is worth fighting for mm -hmm. for the gospel's sake, not just for our comfort. I love comfort, but it's not just for our comfort. <laughs> but sake. you know, we will be put in prison if if America continues the way we're going, that we will not be able to preach the gospel in a few years. Well, listen, we got a little taste foreshadowing of that during the COVID time. And and I'm not even talking about vaccines and COVID no. and what was real and where it was sure. made and all that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about what happened in the world. Yeah. Right. And with one voice, the governments of the world began shutting churches down all over. And and it and it wasn't just shutting down. It was saying, 
We will tell you when you can go back to church, if you can go back to church, how many can be there. We will tell you if you can sing or not. You will answer to us or we'll put your pastors in jail. We'll bulldoze your churches. These things were said all over the world and said in America. They were. As well. So that's that's what I'm saying. We already getting we've already been given a taste of it. Satan is grooming the world right now. He's grooming to see what makes us fearful, what makes us jump through hoops, what makes us compromise our faith, makes us compromise our loyalty to the Word of God. Um, it's it's happening. It's happening. I, I want to play it's a, a little statement bit of what I last from uh, Victor Davis Hanson. Uh, do you know who he is? Have yeah, you heard him? I know that name. Victor he, Davis Hanson. Yes, he's we're going to do a B-roll. I think he's one of the great. Great thinkers. Thinkers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, he said the America may be in a systematic collapse because of the left. And so I, I just want to run this, and then I want you to comment. Because of the left and the right letting the left get away with it. Yeah. yeah. Let's roll this. Is America uh, certain to survive forever, or are we literally taking steps to destroy ourselves? No country gets that pass from history. In other words, each generation has to be, believe, Mark, that they're better than the alternative. They don't have to believe they have to be perfect to be good, but they have to be better than the alternative. When you fail collectively to believe that, you have to have a sovereign border. You can't replicate your system all over the world. It's beyond the human ability to do so. But in a confined space, you have power to create a culture and a country and a politics and an economy, and we're not doing that. In fact, what's really Orwellian is with this new effort not to allow illegal immigrants to go northward into sanctuary cities where you think they'd be welcome, but in fact, they're not welcome, but they're being forced to go back to Texas. We've redefined the U.S. border in a way, Mark, as north of Texas and said it's okay if you come across the border as long as you stay in a red state. It's almost like we've ceded sovereignty to Mexico. But they're talking about a a systemic collapse, whether it's crime or energy, or the economy, or the border, that the left finally got their moment, and we've now witnessed something we haven't seen maybe since 1932, an empowered, progressive, hard left, free to do what they want, and the results are in, and they've destroyed most of the big cities in the United States. They've caused the largest migrations in American history out of blue states into red states. They've destroyed the criminal justice code. They've destroyed the southern border. They've humiliated us abroad with Afghanistan. And they've called all of that disaster a success. Carl, what what do you feel is the state of our nation right now? As we enter this new, this election time, which is full blast now. Yeah. Well, listen. We live in Satan's world. We need to fight for what we have, for the freedoms we have, all for the sake of the gospel. Our salvation is not going to come to us on Air Force One. The salvation of the churches is not going to come to us on Air Force One. It's going to come when God's people realize who they are, the time we're living in, quit ignoring it. I feel like we're in the time of Jeremiah, Mm -hmm. and all the prophets were going around saying, oh, the happy days are here again, peace and safety. And then Jeremiah, God calls him and says, come here. Uh, You go tell them they're not hearing from me. I didn't give them those words. Mm. And you go tell them the truth. Mm. And so he did. They put him in a pit, tried to kill him. 
And and I just feel like that the Jeremiah is that what they're um, trying to do to Trump? I well, the Jeremiah's among us, whether it be politicians mm-hmm. and or pastors mm-hmm. and or television hosts, conservative mm-hmm. Christian television. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they'd love for us to be in a pit, to shut up and go away. And a lot of that speaking with one voice during COVID, during the information technology systems, information communication instantaneous that we have now, um, which we've never had before our generation, never. never. So, so now they could speak with one voice, same, same message. You guys get in a pit or we'll put you in a pit mm-hmm. and we're the boss of you now. Wow. And if they can argue that the 14th Amendment bars Trump from holding yeah. the presidency again, uh, I, then the, you know. Yeah. Then we why say, is Trump such a threat to the establishment? Yeah. Well, I understand the Fourteenth Amendment, and I see what they're trying to do, and I think it is wicked. And I'm gonna be a little cutesy here, but I think it fits. I, if they're gonna do that to him, we can do it to Biden for opening our borders and not defending us, and that's completely, right. completely, why, completely that's, that's an right. insurrection. That's it, a that's a spitting on the Constitution. Uh, that's a degradation of our culture and our government yeah. and our economy. Yeah. And I mean, I, I believe in immigration, of course. lawful immigration, of yes. course. And I believe yes. in treating the immigrants with love and fairness and kindness and all of those things. Okay. Even if they're illegal, if I find somebody on my doorstep of my church and they're hungry, I'm going to feed them. Right. But that doesn't mean that I'm still not very concerned and want the law right. upheld yes. for us and there are future generations. A nation that doesn't have con- properly controlled borders is not a nation. No, not at all. That's right. I mean, it's crazy that the world thinks we're supposed to open our borders and not That's ask right. any question. You can't go to any, any other, other country, country on the planet, uh-uh. including nope. our southern neighbors. That's right. And our northern neighbors. You can't just walk across mm-hmm. and say, I'm going to own this business. I'm going to use your hospitals. You're going to give me your welfare. And I'm going to come in here and I'm going to live off of you. And there's nothing you can do about it. Nobody mm-hmm. says that except us. Exactly. And particularly this administration. That's right. And again, this is not a political show, but I'm just speaking of what is. Well, this is what's going on. I think politics has entered the church, and so the church is going to have to address the politics of the day. Good luck with that. But the attacks on former President Trump, they're not normal, what's going on right now. Do you feel like his life could be in jeopardy over all this? Brother, if you... Please hear me. I'm not so vain to think that the audience remembers or that you guys remember. But I was blessed by you guys to be on Jim Baker's show before the election and after the election. Okay? And, And after the election, you had me on your show. We were talking about the world and... And we all felt pretty good that, well, we know this guy, he seems to love America, loves the Constitution, you know, all the things that we want. Nobody's perfect. Nobody. 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 But we were thinking, okay. And you asked me a question, Pastor Jim, and you guys can go back through your archives, and and I'm going to have to paraphrase. So if you go back through and say, well, he didn't say it exactly like that. But I can tell you the general conversation. You asked me after he had won. And I came maybe a couple weeks after that. What I thought was going to happen with Donald Trump in the White House. And here's what I said. I did not claim to be a prophet, did not claim to be prophesying. Nothing wrong with that. There's a gift to that. I'm just saying I didn't sit down here and say, I prophesy. Mm -hmm. You just asked me what I thought. Mm -hmm. And while you were asking me, I panicked a little bit because I'm thinking, 
you know, I, I don't have a word from God like that. But while I'm thinking that, mm-hmm. two things came to my mind, boom, it was like a download. And I said to you, I said, after you finish asking me the question, I said, two things, two things. And you said, well, what are the two things? And I said, number one, God is going to use Donald Trump to expose the nasty underbelly of this nation and what's going on in the world. Do y'all, do y'all I happen? You remember that? I remember okay, it. I said, God's going to do that. And then I said, the second thing is, you're going to see the most hellish outbreak of attack against a president like we've never seen before. Wow. Both wow. of those things Have, happened. Now that's absolutely right here on your show. It came through. Right. I mean, it's the biggest the hellish yep. attack on any human being it's ever yeah. been. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so that's what God spoke to me, and I, I wouldn't be so bold to say right. that now. God yeah. told me, except he did. He yeah. must have, have because here. I didn't just dream that up. Right. And while you're asking me, I'm mm-hmm. thinking, how am I going to answer yeah, this? Exactly. And, but God downloaded it, and I said it, and now it's happened. Not it because happened. I said it, no, but, but because God downloaded yeah. it. He was preparing us. Mm-hmm. So what I do you think the Bible really means about putting in you know, leaders in place that he chooses. Yeah. Okay. I think there's a balance to it. And it's, and it's complex, but I'll, I'll make it simple for the sake of just a large audience and a little bit of time. But you can read in the scriptures where God, God uses, he, Saul. Mm. That wasn't God's choice. Right. But the people were saying, he's tall, he's good looking, uh-huh. he's, he's powerful, he's so smart, that's who we want. Well, he, but he had a heart that was black, mm. and God knew it. But he, see, we're not robots, that's we're not right. puppets. God wants us to have a relationship with him. He wants us to pray, and he wants mm-hmm. us to listen to him, and our hearts okay. change towards yeah. his will, and all of those things. But when it doesn't, then then, you know, he gives us over to that. Yeah, yes. Romans 1 talks about being right. given over to a depraved mind. Mm-hmm. Why? Because right. we're living like people with depraved minds. Right. Now, Satan is the one that manipulates. All right, now back of to your course. question. So, so the Lord, according to the Word of God, he, listen, he, oh, he brings judgment on nations that have spit in his face, even Israel, by opening their borders. Wow. He says that. I've written books about that, and I don't have all the quotes right off my head, but even the New Testament mm-hmm. quotes some of those mm-hmm. and quotes that that is a right. punishment from God to a nation that has turned its back on. He will open the borders and allow foreigners to come in and take you away or destroy your way of life. Wow. And that's in the Old Testament. So when it comes to leaders, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. He can, He can, if God's people are crying out, He can give us... Uh, you know, I, I, I'm going to use the word godly, but I'm not talking about perfection of there's no angel with, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's been in the White House, but he can give us leaders who can be a blessing to us. Yeah. I mean, he tells Israel that all the way through the northern kingdom, the southern kingdom. And finally, when the northern kingdom fell, it was because they had one wicked king after another who was who was shaking their fist in God's face. Judah had good kings for a while, and then eventually they started having wicked kings, and God gave them over. Their borders were open to Nebuchadnezzar. Oh, boy. And so, I've listen, so the, the, the answer is, yes, God is actively involved, but he's not manipulating us. Mm-hmm. He's sovereign. He can do what he wants. Can he sure. put somebody in office? Yeah, as judgment or as a blessing. He mm-hmm. can. He can make That's that right. happen. 
So a lot of it depends upon God's people. It depends upon the hearts of God's people. It depends upon the heart of the nations and the leaders. But God is very interested, according to his word, in what's happening here, of course. Yes. And and so that's that's the quick answer. It's a very complex topic. Mm-hmm. But, but I, yeah. I, I was listening to the radio on the way to the studio today, and they were talking about uh, the thousands, hundreds of thousands are coming across the border. Yeah. And that many of them have even diseases that are yes. shut off in America. We, I mean, we, we've had a... We've been able to yes have we've defeated them have you know vaccinations against them yeah Mm -hmm. and they're bringing them back in that's why I said I think this current administration needs to face the Fourteenth Amendment as well yeah Yeah, that's That's right right. I mean because that's just a that's an insurrection just in a different way right it sure is what do you think is going to be next with all of this happening for America is do is what do you see in, next for Is America? the election have to be can, so we have a godly president again? Well, yeah. <laughs> again, complex. And I don't have the whole mind of God on this. and I'm not claiming to be a prophet. But if we keep going as we are going, it does not bode well for us. It just doesn't. Like this gentleman you were showing the B-roll of yes. a minute ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was dead on. Yeah. And um, so, but, you know... <laughs> We use that scripture, we, we, we speak it, you know, because it sounds so beautiful. But if, if my people mm-hmm. who are called by my name, if they would humble themselves and pray, if they would turn from their wicked ways, then I would hear from heaven and I would heal their land. Now, that, the context is he's speaking to Israel. Right. Okay. But, but, but in these last days... Jew and Gentile under the blood of Jesus makes up the one new man. And so you got the United States of America, not a perfect nation, but it is a light to the world still. Most of the people in the world that want to immigrate, they want to come here. That's right. Every poll shows by far and away, take the top other five nations and the numbers that want to go there don't even add up to the numbers that want to come here. So with all of our ills, all of our problems, that shows you how dark it is in the world. Yes. Wow. Because this is where True. they want to come. They do. And so this is why, y- y- you know, it's worth saving and fighting it for is. and preaching for and yeah. teaching for and reaching for. Um, so th- the bottom line is if we don't somehow, and when I say we, I mean, it begins in the pulpit, begins in the church. Yes. We, that's how God designed it. Mm-hmm. And it begins with us. The problem is, according to all the polls, not just, not just my opinion, and I don't have an Elijah complex. I don't think I'm the only one speaking any kind of truth, and I know you don't think that either. But we do feel lonely yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. And the reason is, according to the polls, here's the latest statistics from Pew and Barna, okay. is that you, you line up 100 people in America who claim they are Christians, mm-hmm. only 11 of them will admit to having a biblical worldview. Mm. Mm. You line up a hundred people, a hundred pastors, conservative, evangelical pastors, or mm-hmm. and 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 some of them maybe the more moderate ones. You line them up against the wall and ask them what their biblical worldview is. Thirty-seven percent say we've got a biblical worldview. Mm. The other sixty-three percent say we don't. Now, 
so it's it begins in the pulpit and it begins in our hearts and it begins in our homes and it begins in our families and it begins in our churches so if we don't wake up and that's part of my ministry yes, trying right. to wake up the church yes. the nation if they want to come along if they don't at least the pulpits at least the churches yes, listen i've said this before in your show let me just give you an example i don't think this is any kind of a coincidence it's very eerie but i think this is how god works and and warns his people June the 26th, 2015, I ask people all the time, I say, what does that date mean to you? I, I was preaching last night up at the Harvest Church, and I, and I ask them that as a part of my message. And, and I've done it here before. And, and you know, and, and nothing against the folks there. They're precious, wonderful folks. They love the Word. They know the Word. But everybody's looking at me like, what is that date, June the 26th, 2015? Why should I know that date? I said, that was the date the Supreme Court said, we don't know what a marriage is anymore. Wow. That's All right, now, right. well, listen, it's about eight years ago as yeah. of we're filming today. Mm -hmm. mm. If you take that date, June 26, 2008, Colonel Giamatti was the last time I said this. He was sitting right beside me, mm -hmm. and he showed me. He did it on Google, um, and he said, you're right. I said, well, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not that I'm right about everything, but, you know, and, 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 and I said, if you'll take that date, put it in Google, and ask Google, June 26, 2015, what date does that correspond to on the Hebrew calendar? And it's the 9th of Tammuz. Wow. And the 9th of Tammuz is known among the Hebrew people as a day of judgment because that's the day that Nebuchadnezzar breached their borders with his army, came into Judah, and it took a year or two to finally siege the whole city. They went in, sieged the city, destroyed the temple, brought the walls down, walked off with the gold and silver, and took Israel into captivity. Mm, wow. The same date our Supreme Court said mm. that institution that was created in the Garden of Eden, we don't know what that means. And basically they said, therefore, God's word is a lie. Oh, boy. It can be anything you want. It doesn't have to be just a man and a woman. Mm. Now, things like that, yeah. and you know, and I don't think it's any coincidence. It could be, but I don't think so. I don't think God works that way. That date is hugely important, and it has been for millennium. Hmm. And so that's the day. And I don't think the Supreme Court justices had a clue. No. I don't think they had a clue. No, I'm sure they didn't. Yeah. They didn't have a clue. No, no. But it was like God is speaking to his people who know this. And now anybody can get on the internet and run that Google sure, search. Sure. And and now we're accountable for it. Mm -hmm. I mean, this this is why I was talking about presidents. Does he elect presidents or not? Or does he put mm -hmm. kings and presidents mm -hmm. in? Well, yes, he can, yeah. of course, in his sovereignty. But he works through people. And, he, and we're not puppets. We're not robots. But if we just you know, just thumb our nose at him. He'll give us over and, and, and he'll allow yeah. the wicked king to come in yeah. and, and vice versa. If we will turn our hearts back to him, he said, I'll heal your land. That's what yeah. he says. And so, now, I'm anyway. going to, I don't even really want to ask this question because I'm just going to make a statement. I think we have a wicked king. Yeah, and it's not just that one man. I mean, there yeah. are people behind him, Completely. and there are people, yeah, and even in Congress, I mean, you got the D's, the Democrats, you got the Republicans, the R's, the I's, the Independents, and but among them all, it's the whole all, swamp it's of the whole, Washington. That's right, it, but behind all of those are a lot it's wicked. of It has wicked become people. a very wicked yeah. system where they dip into 
billions of dollars and they're living off the political yeah. systems and, and they're destroying America and they're destroying our children and they're destroying our yeah. schools, they're destroying yeah. our, our families and the church is, is dwindling and it's in people's uh, faith is even dwindling. And we must turn back to God yeah. yes. before Amen. it's too late. Yeah, And there is a word of hope in the midst of all of this. Um, and we can get to that in a moment. But let me just say what you just said about the wickedness. This is anecdotal. You know, it's something that I felt and called my wife and told her. So it doesn't mean it's biblical truth. But the first time I ever set foot in Washington, D.C. as a citizen of the United States, I think it was, I think it was, 2009 or 10, something like that. I, I went to a CPAC meeting mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. went to see some congressmen. Mm -hmm. I was um, working with, um, uh, in, in an informal way, I was deputized by him, Sheriff Joe Arpaio sure. at that time, right. and what he called the Obama mm -hmm. investigation. I was there with his chief criminal investigator, and they asked me to go. And because I had a radio show and I was kind of acting as their media outlet because um, they had been shut down by mm. all the big ones. Mm -hmm. And so, but I did have a national and international yeah. show that I'd had for 22 years, and, uh, and, and it was live streamed and all that. So, you know, we got to be good friends. I had them on a lot, Sheriff Arpaio and, uh, and Mike Zula, who was the chief um, investigator. And we went to Washington, D.C., and that was my first time there. Mm. And it was kind of cool to see with your eyes mm -hmm. the Washington Monument, the White yeah. House, Congress, and all of that. But I remember stopping in the middle of the plaza and calling my wife, and I said to her, I ought to be thrilled to be here, but I, there's such a spirit of oppression mm. here, mm -hmm. and it's power, it's powerful, it's overwhelming, mm -hmm. and it's not a godly power. And I said, there's a headiness here, there's an intoxicating spirit here. And I told my wife this, and I, I think Zulo was standing there with me, I think, because we were together a lot of the time, but mm -hmm. I can remember telling her this. I said, I would like for just you and me to come back and visit sometimes, go to, go to yeah. um, there's several oh, good there's, places oh, I love to go to. Yeah. yeah, and and I said, and I've seen that, but I said, I'm here on the plaza, I'm looking at the White House, I'm looking at Washington Monument, I'm looking at Congress, and we've been all there, been through the halls of Congress, mm -hmm. and there's a lust. For power. power, yeah, and you can you can feel it. Again, this is anecdotal. That was my experience. But now, since all those years, look, we send people up there that promise us the conservative agenda, right. the conservative world, and within months or a year or two, they're compromising wow. True. Be, to stay in office to yeah. get the power. Yeah. And they've got all the excuses. Well, if I don't stay in office, I can't get anything done. Yeah, but you don't have to compromise to stay in office. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, I mean, it's so fresh. anyway, well, anyway. Yeah. So that's so what we're dealing with. It's demonic. It's what's just... that? Okay, so in the midst of this, you said you have a word of hope for us because we need to have a little hope yeah. in the midst of what we're, we're all living in. Yeah, well, yeah. And that goes back to what I was preaching last night at the Harvest Church. It's about perspective. Mm -hmm. Now, now the study of this is way more powerful, I promise you. There's some amazing revelations that I shared with the church last night. But, but we have got to remember this is still Satan's world. Now, Jesus has won on Calvary's cross and the resurrection. People say, well, if he won, then how come it's not? 
because there's so many dynamics the Bible talks about, about life going on. Time and life is God's gift to us, mm. even in a fallen world. It mm. gives us time to get right with him. It gives yes. our children time to get right with him. It gives people, okay, so it's time, you know, people, I mean, we, we who know the Lord, we, we want to say, come now, destroy it all. But, <laughs> but then there are a lot of people that, yeah, that are, have true. not. So it's all that's God's timing. But watch, if we can keep the perspective, this is Satan's kingdom. It's like a football game. We're in the fourth quarter. There's one minute on the clock. We're ahead 100 to nothing, and we're on their 10-yard line. We've won the game, but the game's still going. Yeah. And they're still bruising us up at the line, and yeah. they're beating us up, and they're wanting to take the quarterback out, and, right. and, and I'm the wide receiver, and they want to break my neck and my arm because they're mad, they're humiliated. That's what we're seeing. That's why the Bible says, woe unto you, earth, in those yeah. days, because Satan is filled with rage. He has been thrown down. He knows his time is short. short. The I clock's can. running out. Yes. He lost. He We've did. won the game, yes. no matter how many broken bones Amen. he gives right. us. Amen. So, But the point is, if we can get that in our head, then the next question is, well, who are we? What are yeah. we why are right. we here? I'll tell you what the Bible says. You are to be my witnesses. You are to make disciples. Yes. Yes. Lord, you are yes. to be a kingdom of priests. You are to be my ambassadors. Yes. When I speak and you hear it, you speak it, you represent me, you speak as though I'm saying it. You are my ambassador. Yes. We are here as the secret agents of God's kingdom. Mm -hmm. We are here to prepare this world. We're the voice yes. crying Amen. in the wilderness. Yes. That's who Good. we are. And I know that sounds no, trite right. to people who've been hearing that all their lives. But my gosh, we're living in the most prophetic time since yes, the first coming of Jesus. Yeah. Yes, and are. all these things are more important now than they've ever been. Yes. This Amen. perspective. So many Christians, and I'm not judge. I don't have a right to judge individuals. I'm just speaking of the polls and what I've seen during COVID and, and, and people and pastors and people that don't even go back to church now and churches that have closed. And, and I'm just telling you, so many people do not understand that. Yes. Yeah. They don't understand this world is not our home. It's and true. this is Satan's world. Right. And that we have Satan's a mission world. in the middle of Satan's world. Yes. And when we do that, we become the Noahs and the Lots Amen. of our day. Yes. yes, Noah lived in the worst time the world had ever seen up until that time. Mm -hmm. Yes, Lot lived in the worst world and area that the world had ever seen up until that time. But both of them and their families were protected yes. in the midst Amen. of it. Mm -hmm. And then when God poured his wrath out, he took Noah up in a boat. He shut the door, said the gospel's over, come on up. And with Lot, he sent angels in, told them, get ready, get your stuff packed. We're getting out because the, the fire from heaven's getting yes. ready to fall. And he takes them out. That's who we are. Yeah. And Jesus said in Luke 17, he said, the last days, the coming of the Son of Man will be just like, just like the days of Noah and just like the days of Lot, and boy, there's three hours of yes. preaching right there, yes. and I'm not yes. going to. <laughs> but that's, so that's the perspective, and so much of the church has lost that. Mm -hmm. It's like after COVID and all the horrors of that, and the church is finally open, it's like a lot of them just went right back to church as usual. Mm. You know, just bickering and fussing and fighting, and <laughs> oh, I, mean, I, 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 mean, I mean, just horrible stuff, and, and it's like, you know, this... Me, 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 and let's 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 do this and let's do that to make us look good. And it's like world's lost and dying and go to hell, going to hell. The fields yeah. are white under harvest. That's, That's right. right. And, and right. most yes. of the church doesn't. Most, by their own admission, 
most of the church doesn't seem to get that. Wow. Now, out of tens and tens of thousands of churches in America alone, there are thousands that understand and believe like we do. Right. There are good men and women sure. out there teaching, yeah. preaching, evangelizing, missions. I mean, they get it. We're ambassadors. Yes. This is Satan's world. He's the prince of this age. He's yeah. the God of this age. He's the prince of the power of the air. But we are ambassadors Amen. of the King you, of kings Amen. and Lord Amen. of lords. Melech HaMelechim, Adonai HaAdonim, King of kings and Lord of lords. Wow. That's who we are. Wow. That's who That's we are. Identity. Amen. Amen. That, that was the God that the church can be strong yes. Amen. and that we're going to see, I believe, the greatest move of God yeah. is yet to come. That's I believe it. it's, it's well, going to, I, I believe when, when, when the world's coming apart, God is going to save millions of souls. Yeah. I believe millions are going to come to God. That's why the church needs to be on guard and needs to be ready to preach. Yeah. And uh, all the people that have been won to Christ in our churches need to be created a great army that is yeah. going to witness right. for Christ yes. in the end times. It is is the great harvest time yes, of the last days. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, I just asking all of you today that watch the program, that you you enjoy the program, you, you appreciate the, the ministries that we bring to you. We we have to fight every day just to stay on the air. Mm -hmm. And for three years now, the, the enemies have come. They've taken millions of dollars from us. And now we're at that point where we have to just fight every week yeah. to be able to pay enough bills to, to not go off the air. And so we're asking everybody today to, to give. And if you're not a monthly partner, I pray that you will become a monthly partner. Mm -hmm. And I want to thank all of you yes. that have become yes. monthly Amen. partners. And I'm asking today if there are those who would say Jim I'll give a special gift this month I'll give an extra hundred dollars or an extra ten dollars or fifteen dollars or a hundred and fifty dollars or a thousand dollars I'm going to give a special offering today because we need it to be able yeah. it, it's going to take God's people yeah. giving even sacrificing yeah and I don't usually talk about sacrificing, yeah. but I know this. Income is down for most people. Their income may not be down, but their outgoes, they're not able to That's right. pay all the bills they want to pay anymore. But together, and the Bible says if we give, it's going to be given unto us, pressed down, shaking together, running over. That's it. They're going to, God's going to give back unto us. Amen. So I'm asking you to call us right now, 1-888-988-1588, and, and just say, I want to give a special gift right now. And that will be an awesome thing Amen. if you'll do that right yeah. now. Amen. Please call 1-888-988-1588. That's toll free. Mm. And say, I want to be a part mm. of keeping this ministry yes. on the air every day. Amen. And we're going to stay on as long as we can until Jesus comes. Yes. That's right. Amen. Would you do that? 1-888-988-1588. 
Right. Or jimbakershow.com. Yes, yeah. you can go to the website and give and mm-hmm. shop and yeah. and you, you order stuff and, That's and, and and that'll come right to your house. And those things will bless you, mm-hmm. but so. it'll also, part of that goes to keep us yes. on the air. That's yes. right, Dad. And if I can mention, you know, as you go onto our website, We've partnered with Tithely. It's a new way of giving that's easy, but it also allows you to give as you're able to on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis. You can choose the date um, even throughout the month. So it helps to fit your budget. So we've done that by going to jimbakershow.com. You can click on that donate button um, to be a part of what God's doing here. I do want to also mention, if you go to our website, we do have limited quantity of some of the titles, the amazing titles that Pastor Carl gallops i look at one of them and part of the discussion we've been having Mm -hmm. having even on this show is the summoning i believe this is one of the greatest books that you've written for our generation our time to understand the days that we're living in the summoning preparing for the coming days of noah there's books there's dvds Mm -hmm. available that are just limited quantity on our website at jimbakershow.com and that's a way for you to be a part to bless you and then to also stand with our ministry as well yeah that's great that we have these some of your books i love it so thank you for giving today and thank you for standing with us because in these times we've got to stand together yes, yes. and Amen. it's One time for the church to get strong to yes. be back together Amen. Yes. We, we need each other we do Amen. in these end times the, he says i'll build my church and it's a secret the key to survival in the last days is going to be in the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. The family Absolutely. of God. Amen. Yes. You are right. And it's so important. Oh, people, if you only knew, I wish I had time to take more time someday with that. Yeah. Because God showed me the plan of how it is. Mm. And it's so simple. <laughs> you know, your grandparents, mm-hmm. you know, 100 years ago, 200 years ago, they survived everything. That's right. That's right. Because they all had farms and gardens and, yes. you know, food. Did, yes. You know, yes. if you ask kids where food comes from, they're going to tell you the store. McDonald's. But the store will That's be funny. gone mm. in 24 hours if we have a major crisis. Yeah. The food's gone. Yeah. yeah. And then only what we have in their houses. And people don't know how to grow food. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. So we're going to have to understand that we're going to need each other. Mm-hmm. The people used to make fun of the old timers, you know, mm-hmm. the ones that were still gr- growing food in their yards and having... They had plows, and you know, they they would they'd plow half their yard up and make, you know, yeah. gardens out of it. But I'll tell you, that's the church. That's yeah. it. That's, that's right. it. That's yeah, it. we'll yeah, need we'll Friday. need community uh, in the end times more than we've ever needed it. The church will have because, to come together as a body. Well, there's coming a time, and I've said it for a long time, and most people don't want to hear it. But there's coming a crash, a bad crash. That's right. And there could come a, an EMP bomb that would shut the power off, which would shut down all food. 
What do you do if there's no food coming? What if you do if they they can't ship it anymore? That's the thing. They can't even get it off the farm. People have to be prepared. And that's why we believe that the church is so important. Yes. Vital. That's it. He said, I'll build my yes. church. Yes. Right. And the gates of hell shall Thank not prevail Amen. against it. That's Amen. It. Amen. I don't know if you know this, but the world hates the church today. That's right. Our leaders hate the church. And they're going to do everything they can to stop it. Mm -hmm. I have wonderful people call me and say, Jim, you know, I just learned that there's no hell. Mm. I go, what? Oh, yeah, that's what they're teaching. We're te- they're teaching that now. There is no hell. Mm. If there's no hell, why did Jesus die on the cross? Right. Amen. Mm. The world is in deep trouble. That's yes. right. And it's shaking, and it's going to come apart. It really is. And I'm urging you to stay with the body of Christ. Stay with a group of people that love God. You know, one of the most beautiful things growing up with you is, you know, I I went to a public school for a portion of my life. So, you know, just the reality of going to public school, I heard, oh, you know, your dad's the prepper, your dad's the prepper. They would always (laughs) make fun of the food. And it really never, I'm going to be honest with you, it never really bothered me because I knew one thing I'd always go back to. You would tell me, the purpose of having food, yes, it's good to be able to feed yourself, but you would always say this to me, Ricky, do you know how many people are going to be one to Christ because you can give yes. them a meal? Amen. You that's know how many it. people are going to give their life to the Lord because you opened up your doors and you gave them a meal? And that's what this is all about. Yes, prepare for yourself so you have food and for your family, but how many souls are going to come into the kingdom of oh, heaven right. when the shaking comes and they go, hey, why is your foundation not shaking? Amen. Why is the ground you're standing on not shaking? You'll be able to say, Brother and sister, it's because I have Jesus. Come eat a meal yeah, with me and let me tell you about Amen. him. That's the thing you've always reverted it back to. So I love that. That's why we're not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We're not ashamed of the blood. We're not ashamed to tell you that the end is close. The king is coming. He's going to come have his redemption. We are not ashamed of it. Why? Because we want kingdom salvation to come to place. We want people to come into the kingdom, have salvation with Jesus Christ. It's always been your goal. It's always been the thing that we sought more than anything was that people were brought into the kingdom of God. Absolutely. As I go off the air today, I I just want to remind you that you can go to our website. Mm -hmm. I don't bring up the food every day, but we have 30-year shelf life Mm -hmm. food available. You can order. You can get it in little buckets. You can get it in big buckets. You can get it in boxes. You can get it all ways. Just, you can, uh, or, or there's hundreds of different meals yes. that last up to 30 years. That's right, custom shelf. little boxes as well. We had Perry Stone on just a little bit ago. What was <laughs> yeah. Perry Stone saying? He said that he he drinks the morning moose milk because right. he loves it. That's right. he, he tells his family, open up the package, use it. We want to taste this stuff. And he was yeah. saying, man, this is good stuff. That's right. Yes, yes. There's... And so you can go to our website. Is there 10% off from 
August information yes, stall. Yes, that's right. Absolutely. Yes. So when you go, if you to, go our, to the website, yes, today? they go to our website, jimbakershow.com, click on August and Farms, and that'll bring you to the feed page. You can see the number 10 cans. We also have right now the Christmas bucket. Those always go fo they so fast do. every year, I but the Christmas it. variety bucket is available. That's a gift that you can give to your family. Mm -hmm. You can also do the number 10 cans. The bulk buckets are available. Whatever it is that you feel you're looking for to help prepare your family and to be ready, um, that's up to 30 year shelf life food all it needs is water we love yes. it you know dad we were the ones you made us sit around tables right. and try the food every, and tell them every food. you know tell the manufacturer change this change so we were truly right. our family was a part of creating right. this That's food right. with augustine farms mm -hmm. and so we pray that it will bless you go to the website I'll, i want to tell you you know I don't, my time's gone but when we started yes. with survival food mm -hmm. the only thing available was a little hard yeah. Rocky like, pieces yes, of, of like MREs, Mills It really looked like sawdust. Yeah. It, it probably was. They were. And How it, many of you remember that? Oh, like I remember that. Yes. But, yeah. but it evolved until yes. we, we, we've offered up to like Thanksgiving dinners. Yes. You know, that's right. But see, that's what I love the dead is you, you took the time because you told the manufacturer, they sat across your table and you said, I will never offer my partner something that we wouldn't eat, that we would not be able to put our name on as our ministry. And so you made them go to work. Yeah. You truly made <laughs> them right. go to work for years to really change the recipes, perfect the recipes That's and right. make them something that we could actually, not just because we're, you know, we are filling up, but we actually want to eat. So these are things that, you know, the, the black bean burgers, the yeah. marinara sauce, all the macaroni and cheese. These are things that my kids eat. My favorite is the oatmeal. We, we eat good, that every yeah. single day of our lives. It's in That's our right. pantry. It's things that we incorporate in our life. But I love that about you because, you know, dad always said, he's like, I will never put something on this show that we don't utilize, that we're not a That's part right. of making it excellent Amen. to the best of our ability. Yeah. Hey, and I just want to say, I, I don't care if it's June, whenever the trials and tribulations start, the first bucket I'm opening is that Christmas bucket. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> It, it, it could be June, July. That's the first one I'm going yeah. to. I'll, yeah. I'll save the 60 days for later. Okay, we have to go. I want to thank Carol Gelt for being here with me today. And Carl is a survivor for Pepper. Yes. He believes in helping people. Yes. His church helps a lot of people. And we love him. And we're glad to have him here with us today. He'll be back with us on our next show. We have to go. Remember this. God loves you. He really does. Bye-bye for today. Bye-bye. We love you. I want you to be prepared for any emergency. And we have online right now the greatest supply of survival food that we've ever had. And you can go to jimbakershow.com and you can buy all the products and you can shop. One of the things that all the experts have told me Money will, will be worthless if the crisis comes and you're going to need something to barter with. You're going to need to be able to say, I'll trade this for what you have. And it's going to be just like a hundred years ago where people bartered with one another. And we now have, we call them Baker's Dozen. And they're 13 packets in each box different prices, whatever's in the box, but you can get things like buttermilk pancakes, a whole box of them. 
That box is $34.99. The pancakes are as good as you get at any pancake house. They are delicious. I know you're going to enjoy them. We have bread, 13 packets of bread. Or we have black bean burgers, which make great hamburgers. Or you can make a meatloaf. We've got mac and cheese. Every kid loves mac and cheese. So you can get, a, you know, 13 pouches mac and cheese. And these are reasonably priced. And this is something people are going to love with children. We call it morning moose melt. And you get 13 packets of melt. And uh, that's, I think, $59. And that's 260 servings of melt. It is really good. We have spaghetti marinara, one of my favorites. And you can get a box of that. I think one of the greatest bargaining tools in the world is going to be coffee. And we have our freeze-dried instant coffee, Baker's Dozen, dozen packets. There's 780 servings in the box. I'll tell you what, if you want to negotiate, I always have my coffee. I'll tell you what, people that are coffee drinkers, they will trade you or they'll probably give you their car to have a packet of coffee. But go to my website right now, jimbakershow.com, and you can go there and order all of these survival foods and our special new Baker's Dozen food boxes. Remember, God loves you. He really does. Join Jim and Lori Baker every day as they welcome anointed teachers. Remember that God loves you. He really does. And the most dynamic personalities from around the world as we share grace and restoration. Power over the gods. You know, the Bible says, who is like you, O Lord, among You never know who is going to be on The Jim Baker Show. We have been using AI for decades, and, and, I, and, and, and those that are in the AI industry would call it weak AI, but you use it every single day. Every time you use Google and you do a Google search, that is run and driven by AI. We're opening the door to a realm that I don't think we even understand. Yeah. They're saying by the end of this year, yeah. AI could destroy. America, it is Listen, mankind. This is what Elon Musk said, and I quote, I think the danger of AI is much greater than the danger of nuclear warheads by a lot. And nobody would suggest- More dangerous than nuclear warheads? Yes, it would suggest we allow the world to just build nuclear warheads if they want. That would be insane. And mark my words, AI is far more dangerous than the nukes, end of quote. 